Hey guys, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend, a podcast about mental health and astrology. Have you guys ever had a bad day or felt so anxious to the point where you are struggling to find yourself in this vast society we call life? Not to worry, guys. I have felt this way too. The podcast interviews guests from college students to parents and even experts that talk about their journey to where they are in the present moment. So sit back and relax and remember that you are not alone. Without further ado, let's get started with today's podcast. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcast gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcast, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list or you're already a podcaster, Go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast. Hey everybody, I just wanted to send you guys a very brief and very special message here. First, I just want to say thank you guys that have followed the show and have rated the show on Spotify and Apple Podcast and also on any other listening platform. I appreciate you guys and your support tremendously. As a way to give back to the listeners tuning into the podcast, I have announced last week that I am starting a giveaway. So the giveaway item is a daily planner where you can set goals and set priorities. And there's also a special other giveaway item that will not be announced. It's like a special little gift for everybody. There's three ways to enter to this contest. So the first way, you guys must follow the podcast on all social media platforms. And you can do that by clicking on the follow or subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you listen. The second way is after you follow to rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. 
And the third way is to share the podcast to one to two friends, relatives, or whoever about the podcast. If you guys do any of those three things, please just send screenshots to your spiritual best friend at gmail.com. And again, all the information will be in the show description. But winners will be announced in mid-June. So I hope you guys tune in and please guys share the podcast to the people that are around and who knows i will announce the winner and it's two very lovely items but for now this is josh your favorite spiritual best friend signing off Hey everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode talks about the story of Damla Atakin. Damla is a professional crystal healer and creator. She has a passion for helping others and inspiring others and using crystals to help understand ourselves. Damla has a podcast titled Conversations with Healers, where she has multiple conversations with the many other healers all throughout the world Focusing again on helping others and being there for others. You can check out all of Domlo's work by following her on social media and checking out her podcast by clicking in the links in the show description. And like always, guys, please like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Your subscriptions will help boost the podcast overall. But without further ado, here is my conversation with Domla. Hey everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I'm here with a very special guest, Damla Atakin. Damla, how are you doing today, and what's going on? Well, I'm happy to be here, Joshua. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, Where are you um, recording from again? I live in New Hampshire, a little north of Boston, on the East Coast. Okay, I got you. What what led you to, to go to New Hampshire? Well, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I um, we were ter- talking earlier. I grew up in Turkey, and I came to the U.S., to Washington, D.C. area for my master's to do my MBA and stayed in that area for about 10 years. And then I've been living here in New Hampshire for about 10 plus years. And the reason we came here is my husband's a college professor. And um, yeah, that's how we, we came to be here. Yeah, that's that that sounds awesome. Um, and the reason why I ask is just because like with this podcast, like it is it is all about like you. So when I have guests that come on, like everyone has their own journey and everyone has their own story to tell. And uh, Damla, I, I will say, I wanted to say before we really get into our conversation, thank you for reaching out and wanting to be a guest on on this podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm, I've been looking forward to our conversation for a while now. So my first question for you, just to really kick off our, our podcast, um, what are some passions that you have and what do you really like to do for work? Well, uh, I have many <laughs> But uh, what I do right now is I'm an inner child energetic wound healer, crystal healing teacher, and I'm also a writer. And what that means is um, through my own healing journey, I discovered that um, I'm able to tune into someone's energy and sort of sense into what might be asking for attention. 
And I discovered that as I work with people, I'm able to get uh, moment-to-moment guidance or clear audience. And through that, I help people go into their inner landscape, inner night sky, and discover all the hidden lights there that might be behind, um, hidden behind a, a few clouds, but the clouds aren't them, the lights are. So that's sort of the uh, summary of what I do. Um, when it comes to my passions, I didn't always uh, work with crystals or with energy healing. I um, actually studied to be an engineer and then studied business and found myself in the corporate world. Um, like I said, a few uh, different uh, falling points led me to discover first my body through yoga and then to discover that there is a larger world out there, which is made up of vibrations. So now I get to explore that world, not just for my own healing, but to help others heal. Um, I have an energetic wound healing, uh, crystal healing membership. I work with people one-on-one. Um, and in that in current stage of my life, I am letting myself explore anything that I'm drawn to. And recently it has been for the last year and a half, I should say, astrology. So I'm a new astrology student in addition to all this. And I know you're interested in that too. So I'm happy to dive into that further. Um, I love tarot all and any and all um, cards or any um, beautiful symbolic instruments that connects us to our intuition. And uh, it sort of fell on the back burner but I also love ceramic making or, or working with, with earth. So those three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damla, Damla, I will say like uh, you have a lot of passions, like you said, and, and it's great to see. So as I was hearing you like describe your journey, like you, you were in the business world, you know, you were in corporate and then you started to through yoga and through other things, you're starting to realize a bigger purpose in in your life, which is to help people and with crystal healing and all that fun stuff, spirituality in general, just really helping people understand themselves. Um, and my next question, just building off of that, I know you mentioned crystal healing and stuff. What led you to that path? Did you ever have a moment or like a spiritual moment where it was like, this is like my calling or was it more of like, uh, just go by feel? So my question pretty much is just like, uh, has there ever been like moments in your life where you felt like you you're more passionate towards helping people instead of the corporate world? Well, um, I'm going to answer both your questions. I think the first one being how crystals entered into my life. <laughs> um, but with the corporate world, I've I've never felt that I fit in. I always felt that something was missing from day first. And to me, that was meaning. I understood the, the mechanics of it. Um, I got good at it to a certain point. Um, but it was always like, why are we sitting in these meetings to make money? Why are we <laughs> doing what we do to make money? And to me, that wasn't like, it wasn't enough of a reason. Like I wanted to see... Um, more transformation or create more transformation in myself and others and and to think about deeper questions in life like how do we heal why do we heal um but i couldn't quite put my finger on it at the time 
So to me, uh, again, what happened first was I, I ran into a health issue while working in the corporate jo job, um, and which led me to discovering yoga. So I threw myself into yoga and I became a full-time yoga teacher, yoga studio manager. I was comfortable in that world, in that realm. So I understood chakras, I understood movement. And that's where, where how life was flowing through me. And then in 2012, I became a mom through emergency C-section. And if you ever have a surgery, any kind, whether through becoming a mom or any other, it's quite a journey, um, as I discovered. I, I completely lost my connection to my body. Um, so it took me a long time to recover from that. And it was also... Um, sort of a dark time. I didn't know what was happening. I wasn't feeling like myself. And one night I was just looking through some YouTube videos and I came across someone talking about crystals. And my decision point was, okay, this looks interesting. And I'm not, I'm being pulled towards darkness. I'm going to just move towards anything that feels like um, it'll take me towards the light. And I started to experiment. It wasn't like an instant, oh, crystals, <laughs> they're going to solve everything for me. No, but I, um, I would just intuitively place them on or around my body, on my chakras and meditate with them in the five or 10 minutes I had as a new mom. Um, and they would like very slowly uh, bring some relief to me. Like I would... I started to notice like before and after, even in those five minutes was making a difference. So I kept coming back to it. And then I realized that um, this is something I could offer my family, which is what I did. Um, and they noticed some, some changes. And through that, I started to offer it in um, the area yoga studios as group healings and people would come in with like their sh shoulders hunched up and they would walk out like feeling ah, like with that relaxed feeling with their um, face features softened. Um, and they quickly started to ask me questions like, Damla, what, what crystals do I get? What do I use them for? Where do they go on the body? And I would like, it didn't make, like the questions didn't make sense to me. And the reason being, I never approach crystals as things to use. To me, they were um, these structures that I could connect and um, co-create with. And I began to look deeper into this um, in creating um, an online course about crystals, which is uh, Crystal Healing Simplified is my online course, which goes into how and why they work and all of that. But the one thing I realized what, was they came into my life at a time when I couldn't relate to my body. And I began to understand that uh, my body is a crystal. Your bones are 65% or more minerals. Your eyes are 95 to 99% water. You have a lot of water in your body, which is liquid crystal. Your DNA is a liquid crystal. So I began to understand that when I was drawn to crystals, I was actually being drawn to a representation of myself that I could hold and connect uh, with um, 
lovingly. So at a time when I couldn't do that with my body, because my body felt strange and all the, you know, undiscovered wounding and trauma, um, but crystals were there. I could hold crystals. I could um, sort of intentionally reflect my loving gaze and in, uh, gaze in them. And in turn, I began to feel that same loving gaze directed towards me. What crystals do is they take in energy or intention or electrical impulse. They cohere it and then they can reflect it back to you. Um, so, so far, I haven't um, met any crystal that I didn't like. <laughs> and I also haven't met a crystal that... Um, doesn't have multiple purposes and, and can connect with you in multiple ways, not just going into one chakra or not just being quote unquote useful for one issue. Because once you connect with them, treating them as um, relatives, treating them as ancestors and, and as kin with respect and love, they open up doors for you for rediscovering who and what you are. Wow, Damla, I will say that was a really just as I was hearing your answer, like there was just a lot of things I can really highlight. And and I wanted to say to you before, like we really get into like the next question and stuff, power to you for after experiencing a very like tough pregnancy and stuff. And I know pregnancy can be a very challenge and I feel like it should be talked about more and it should be respected more throughout society and throughout the world because it is very hard to deliver a baby, especially, and like you said, like you highlighted, like you lost like a connection with yourself and with your body after you did have your child just because of the trauma that you experienced. So I definitely wanted to highlight that and just give you the power, you know, like power to you for taking the steps and, and realizing that, hey, like I really need to find myself in this present moment um, because a lot of people um, that experience whether that's any form of trauma, they so a lot of people tend to suppress that. So I wanted to highlight that first and say, um, good job, Dama, as well for 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 being for taking that step and really recognizing that because it is through our own trauma, you know, we have to embrace that in order for us to grow and get into our newer purpose and transform ourselves. Um, so that was one of the first things I wanted to highlight. Um, the second thing, um, you mentioned a lot about crystals and stuff. I, I As I was hearing you describe everything, it, it's really interesting how our body is pretty much like a crystal. Like you said, we're there's sort of like 90 or 70, 70, I forget the exact statistic, but I know it's like 70% are up. We're all liquid. Um, it's crazy how like our, even from like, uh, just like one specific standpoint, I learned this about like kidney stones and stuff, how like the kidney stone, it forms into like these rocks. So like, as I was hearing you describe it, you know, like crystals and how our body is a crystal. Um, that was one of the things I was thinking about. I know it's kind of random, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I was just like, yeah, it really makes sense how our body is all a crystal and we can use crystals to really heal, heal ourselves, which leads me right to my next question. So let's say um, someone just comes into your session, knows nothing really about crystal healing and stuff. What's the process that you go through them to really help them understand what crystal healing is and, and how it can work on their own body? Yeah, they don't have to know anything about crystals. <laughs> 
I'll have, I work remotely over Zoom, so I'll have a few crystals for them um, to take or, or to stand in the place of their body. Because we're working through the quantum field, through the ether, through our electromagnetic connection, um, it doesn't matter where you are. Um, and when you show up for your healing, your body, your system will already bring in what we're going to work on. And my job is the very first thing I do is just point you and direct you to the sensations and feelings in your body, because your body is the guidance system. Your body is your earth, um, which I know you're, you're an earth element with your sun sign. So um, you, you will definitely have an understanding of this. And underneath that earth, we need to excavate a few things. Um, one thing I wanted to mention from, from your summary as it relates to this is, um, yes, my, my birth journey was, was traumatic for me. Um, and surgery often is, especially big surgeries, people don't realize it's still violence. It's violence to the body. It's violence to your energy system. However necessary, you still need to sort of mend yourself back together after that. Um, and then the second thing is for me, what was happening was, um, it takes a certain amount of electrical charge or or inner resources or outer resources to go through trauma, whether it's surgery or something else. In my case, what was happening was the surgery, um, when I entered into the surgery, I didn't realize how depleted I was already. So going into that big trauma, I was already um, dealing with unhealed trauma from my childhood and, and from my life, from moving, moving around, from changing countries, which leaves a mark on your system. So for me, the lesson has been, how can I rebuild my resources? How can I reach out for help? So working with a healer is um, not something you, you only do when you fall on your knees, but it's something, it's an outer resource for you. My job is to hold a mirror to you so you can see, see your own inner healer. Um, and from that point on, we get to explore the, um, the things that your, your body and your around your body records without words. Meaning you can talk and talk about a childhood wound, but the energetic stamp of that in, is still in your nervous system, is still in your bones. So how do we um, extract that and how do we look at that and how do we sort of infuse your system with a different pattern, with a different way of being? That's the, that's the work that I help people with. Yeah, and, and I will say, uh, Damla, uh, continue to, to do that work again, because I, I definitely feel like a lot of people, we need to be educated on these type of resources to really help us understand like our own traumas, both physically, emotionally, mentally, all, all the all the phases, because trauma comes in many shapes and forms. Um, so because I, I'm not going to lie to you, like having our first conversation, like you're pretty much like the first person that has really brought up crystal healing. Like I know crystals have always been used. Um, to help ourselves, but you're doing it in a healing practice. So I definitely wanted to highlight that and say like, wow, like this is definitely like a really cool and great other resource for us to have to really help ourselves at the end of the day. Um, but this leads me right to my, my next question. So, um, when it comes to, I know you highlighted like during that surgery, you know, like you lost like that connection with like 
yourself and your body at that time. Um, what's some advice that you would give to someone that it that is lost within within themselves in their own body? Um, what's some like advice that you would give to them? Get help <laughs> and um, move towards or reach towards anything you feel will um, help you feel better in in the sense of not addiction or anything like that, but. Um, intentionally try things out. Like if it's crystal healing, try it out. Maybe it's not for you or try meditation, try movement. Um, keep trying until you find what works for you. And when you, when you come to work with someone like me, um, realize that, um, it takes a while for you to build your cup. I was talking about that depletion. If your your resource or your inner electricity or or your inner reserves have been depleted, or if you're running on fumes, it's going to take a while for you to begin to fill that cup so that you can begin to feel the effects of the work. You know what I mean? So if you start with an empty cup and you come to me and we can fill in like one spoonful at a time, Uh, you're not going to feel that right away. So stick with it for a while, whatever you're drawn to stick with it for a while to see the cumulative um, beneficial results of filling your inner resources. Yeah, I I really like that cup analogy, uh, uh, Damla, because uh, I actually I interviewed someone a couple weeks ago and she mentioned a lot like how like she she mentioned like the same where her name's Dr. Julia and she uh, she highlights the same things that you also just highlighted. It's like we, we are all cups and we're filled with energy, liquid, you know, whatever, whatever liquid you want, you want for this to describe this analogy you can. And what happens is through trauma, through a lot of like negative both positive and negative experiences, there's holes that are poked in our cup and it's leaking our it's leaking our fluid out. And it's up to us to find resources and find ways for us to patch in those holes. So that way we can keep our liquid, you know, and, and keep our positive energy. Um, and just, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and, yeah, and, I, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, oh, my fault. Yeah. So, so pretty much like, yeah. And then what happens is like, if, if we don't work within our own cups, it ends up spilling into our relationships. And sometimes relationships don't work because we're we're relying on others to fulfill our cups when in in reality we are in charge of our own cup but i know you wanted to say something so you can uh continue in the combo another image that i uh tell my clients about is um the image of a burnt toaster imagine this electrical toaster and there's an electrical surge like a um huge charge that runs through it and that's trauma so in times of trauma our electrical system has to carry too much more than more than the usual so imagine this toaster just burning the cables are burning (laughs) it burns and then you put this toaster into a regular environment um Uh, like a regular community or the kitchen and then you expect it to work as normal it cannot work as a normal or unburnt toaster so what you need to do is you need to recode those open wires um, that are exposed that can just get triggered at uh, every little wind uh, or dust particle you need to recode rebuild the um the uh the 
what is it? The, the thing around the thing that goes around the wires. And then you also need to realize, okay, here I am. This is what happened to me. This is the current situation with my nervous system, which I'm building up. What can I surround myself with? And then you maybe put some crystals around the toaster <laughs> to make sure that you um, attract some um, some more life enhancing uh, energies and to uh, amplify those energies as they come to you. So you need to really get to know yourself, know your system, understand your wounds, which is another reason um, on my website, adropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. I have a free quiz called Your Energetic Wounds Quiz that you can take. And you can discover what your wounding might be, and that might surprise you. Yeah, I, I I love I love that analogy. Yeah, so now I got a cup analogy to go to, and now I also have a toaster analogy to go to. I I love it. So uh, uh thank you, Damla, for saying that, and also um the link that you just shared it will also be in the show description as well so you guys can check that out and and check out all of Damla's uh, work and, and all that fun stuff um, but just transitioning a little bit I know we talked a lot about like your work and your passions and and we did it we talked a lot about like mental health and, and healing within ourselves um, relationships are also another important factor in our own lifetime whether that's relationship with with family, friends, loved ones. Um, and this leads me right to my first question, uh, Damla. So um, my first question is for relationships, what are some qualities that you really look for in like a friendship and romantic partner? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm in a happy marriage. We're going on 18 years now. And, um, and it turns out he's the complete opposite of me i'm an aquarius he's a leo with leo rising <laughs> and um we're, we're best friends and he he has his own world i have my own world so um i guess when it comes down to it even though we're we're very different it comes down to friendship and communication and um thankfully we've been able to be very very good with that um in friendship Honestly, all I'm looking for is someone to be an empathic listener, <laughs> meaning um, not try to change me, not try to shift me, not try to put me um, in, a, in a cubicle in your mind. Just be open to who and what I am and when what I am is beautiful. And I'll do the same for you. Yeah, communication is definitely a very important part in any relationship. You guys got to be able to communicate so that way you guys are on the same page for things. And and I know for you, Damla, like you said, like uh, like your relationship, like you and him are, are two different, what you guys do are two different things, you know, two different personalities. So, I mean, it, it, I mean, there's a saying that opposites do attract. So sometimes I, I definitely think your relationship, your marriage has, has definitely uh, fit that. Um, but I will say power to you for 18 years of marriage. I know marriage is a lot of work. Um, I have relationships in general is a lot of work, a lot of communication, a lot of yeah, just like a lot of work in general, because um, uh, I know for me, I'm, I'm in a relationship for four years now. So I, and, and that's been a lot of work. So uh, power to you for 18 years of marriage. And and I, I'm also a firm believer in like soulmates. 
Um, I, I once I'm, I'll let you answer the question when it comes to soulmates, but like I feel like there's always those couple people that you meet in this lifetime that are just you know like you're meant to be. You have like a deeper connection. Um, how do you feel about soulmates in general, Dalma? Dalma? Absolutely. I mean, I meet um, I meet soulmate clients. <laughs> I've uh, actually made a friend during the pandemic. She lives in Germany. I live in the U.S. We we met through Zoom, and we we meet like every couple of weeks. Um, she's definitely a soulmate, a soul sister. My daughter is a soulmate. I know my husband is. I guess the way I see soulmate is more like um. um like the potential for a deeper connection always exists, N- not with every person, but um, enough people around you have that potential. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, my last question, just from like relationships in general, this one's I always ask my guests that come on this. It's a, it's like a less serious um, question. Um, the question pretty much is, let's say you're on a first date with somebody like, what are some turnoffs that you would have? Like, if the person did this, you would not have a second date with them. So as you, as you think about your answer, I always like to share and always like to disclose. Uh, I always have a funny little story to tell everybody. Um, so for me, before I met my, my current partner, I am a big music person. So I would hand um, whoever I was on a date with the aux chord and depending on what they played was like my little test so if they played music that we just weren't vibing with um i probably would not have a second date um so for for you damla um do you have any like did you used to have any like tests or like what are, are some like turnoffs that you would have so like what would you have you know if you had any of those <laughs> yeah used to is the is the key point there i mean um here's the thing i I've always been in, intuitive and I think I always knew like f- from the, you know, from the first few interactions, you get a sense. So um, it wasn't so much what, what that other person did or didn't do, but it was um, like vibrationally something wouldn't fit. And I think it's the same for me right now, dating um, or, or for potential friendships, if you will. <laughs> and, and I can get to, um, whether it's going to work out or not um, pretty easily, like within the first 10, 15 minutes, you, you get a sense. I don't know if that answers your question, <laughs> um, but it's, it's just another way of saying I, I trust my intuition and I'm, I'm always kind and courteous. Like I wouldn't say to you, you know, if you're someone that I'm meeting the first time, um, even as a friend, like, no, this isn't going to work. But I I, I get a sense and then I I sort of slowly pull my energy out of that. Yeah, intuition is definitely, I definitely feel like it needs to be talked about more. Like we all have a gut feeling when we meet people or we always have like a good like reading when it comes to like meeting people. Because like, like pretty much what we talked about, like we are very electrical inside, you know, and we're very like we feed off of energy and we feel energy. Um, so if you're on a date with somebody or you're just meeting a friend, you know, like you feel their energy in what's present, you know, and you also know what energy you need. If you know what energy energy you need within yourself, you know, like you also the people that you surround yourself with kind of reflect that as well. 
Um, so I, I, I definitely think intuition, um, Damla, is, is a spot-on answer. I, and I definitely feel like it should be highlighted more um, when it comes to that feeling, that, that gut feeling, what we feel about this person when we do meet this person. Can I add something to that? Um, you and I were talking about, like, I, I have my own podcast called Conversations with Healers. And I was telling you that I, I did started to meet and talk to people who are a little bit more like me and who um, who do similar things in the healing world. Um, over the years, one thing I realized is that like every friendship has its um, opportunities and its limitations and n- not to judge people for what they're, they are not yet open to, if that makes sense. Because what I do is so very much out there. <laughs> Let's let's face it, it is out there. Like I intuitively read people's energies and I help them heal their inner child wounds. Um, it's not always in the comfort level of some people. But again, over the years, I've been able to um, create and maintain certain friendship relationships uh, based on other things, um, based on other common interests. And that's okay with me. Um but in when I sense that what I do isn't okay for that person or what, or if they're not open in, to it in, in within themselves, I sort of pull back a little bit and don't show my full colorful self, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I am open to connections and relationships, and I've sort of learned to accept them for what they are, not to force them into what what I need them to be, but to find out other opportunities like my podcast, like reaching out to other healers to fulfill the need that I have to be my own full, colorful rainbow self. Yeah, definitely, uh, Damla. And that that's a another spot on point, because like we all have especially in our in our lifetimes and we'll transition to astrology in a little bit. I know because I know we've been talked we've we talked about it a little bit before we recorded. Um and I think this is a good transition. Like uh especially like in our lifetimes, you know, like we're like when we meet people or like we all have something within ourselves that we need in this lifetime. And as you are growing, as you are evolving, and as you're finding your passions, what you really enjoy doing, you find people, like you said, Damla, that are into what you're into. And once you find that, when you once once you find those people, you know, you're able to grow more and you learn more and you end up taking off. And and like you said, your podcast ended up being a great avenue for you. I know for this podcast, it's been a great avenue. I've met a lot of people, a lot of people in the psychology field, a lot of people in in the spiritual field. Like It's been great. It's been a lot of great conversations. So just to add to your point, um, Dom, Damla, that uh we do meet people, you know, and it's order for us as it's order for us to grow and take the steps first. And once we do that, we surround ourselves with the people that we need, you know, in this lifetime, because like you guys vibe the same, you know, you guys have the similar interests. You guys are able to build off of each other because you guys are both learning things. And, and like you said, like when it comes to spirituality in general, like I know, especially in the West Coast, you know, like the North America and especially like westernized cultures, like when it comes to like emotional healing and stuff, it kind of gets put in the back burner. It's been because I've lived in Philadelphia region all my life. It's been all about like productivity, making money, 
like capitalism, you know, when it, and when it comes to like emotional growth and emotional well-being, that gets put in the back burner. So finding people that are into that has always been a challenge in my life that I've experienced. So I just wanted to highlight that. It's definitely it's definitely very it, it's it's crazy how you take the leap and you and you put yourself in a platform where you can find other healers and be there with and, and find other people that are, have similar interest to you and you end up growing and evolving within yourself. So I just wanted to highlight that. Absolutely. Um, speaking of astrology, can I ask you something that I just asked today to my husband and my daughter? So my husband's a Leo fire sign. My daughter is a Taurus like you, sun, sun in Taurus, very much an earth sign. And I'm like air with an air moon, <laughs> Aquarius <laughs> with Libra moon, uh, and Sedge rising, Sagittarius rising, a little bit of fire there. But I asked them, um, how does it feel to be um, an earth element and the fire element? Because I'm very, very familiar with being an air element. So how does it feel to you to have your, your sun and moon in uh, earth elements? Like, oh. how does it come up in your life? Oh yeah, definitely. And, and, and this is really cool. Like I, I usually never get asked questions. I, I think it's great. Um, but for me to be a double earth, um, I definitely think, uh, like I always like astrology before I answer like your question, astrology is like another tool in the toolbox to really help understand ourselves. And for like me being like a double earth sign, like I've always been very grounded. I've always, like, I've always connected with nature um, I know being a Taurus with a Capricorn moon, Capricorns are very like goal oriented, very, uh, very hardworking. Um, and when it comes to emotions, I know Capricorns, earth signs in general, when it comes to emotions, um, they're kind of hit or miss with emotions because, because like they're very like grounded in like the rules and like how society like in traditions. Um, so it's like and, and Capricorns are very like logical in a sense, because I know Capricorns are that's like the universal father sign. And I know cancer is a universal mother sign. Um, but being like a double earth, I've always been very intuitive. Um, I've always been the friend where people can go to and ask for advice. Um, but with that, though, I've had to learn a lot of things about setting boundaries and and uh, because I have been taken advantage of numerous times in my lifetime that I've had to learn from and overcome and being able to use that and teach that amongst others. Um, but to answer your question, like being a double earth sign, I definitely think a lot of it is just because I'm not really much of a, it, it might be crazy now because this podcast, like I love to talk in the podcast, but like if you actually like really know me and my, with my friends and stuff, I've, I pick my spots when I talk and I feel like a lot of earth signs, they're very just like grounded. They go with the flow when it comes to like, they feel the energies of people. And, uh, whereas like air signs, air signs I know are very social. So they like to put themselves out there. They're very good with communication. Um, fire signs are similar to air signs in that regard. Um, but there's more like passion and fire and more like, like they really put themselves out there. And then water signs are very, very emotionally intuitive but their emotions rule their world and then earth signs are like i said like very like down to earth like they kind of like to sit back and feel the energy and what's going on and then uh yeah so i don't know if that answered your question exactly but yeah, I, it's been, no 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 um i'll tell you my daughter's answer she's very um first of all she's very attached to her uh physical 
things, um, but not in a um, superficial way. Like they hold spiritual meaning for her. Um, all the little trinkets and things. Um, I don't know if you have that, but <laughs> like her things are precious and sacred to her. And she said, um, she's an artist, she's 10. She said um, she doesn't get the same satisfaction when she makes digital art as she does when she touches paper and makes physical art. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, just yeah. to... Yeah, just to add to that, um, as and my fault for for cutting you off there, because I was just like, yeah, like that really with Taurus is because Taurus is ruled by Venus, um, similar to Libra. Libra and Taurus, they're the only two signs that are ruled by Venus, and Venus is the the planet of love, you know. So like when it comes to like our senses and like our physical senses, um, I know for myself, like I have to work out three times, at least three times a week, just because for me, like the physical feeling of like touching weights and the physical feeling of running outside, because like you feel the air, you feel everything. Um, just to add to your point, like with especially with tourists, because I also know it's tourist season, the last couple of days of tourist season. Um, when it comes to the senses, like the physical five senses, um, tourists are very big on that. Um and they're also very artistic and artistic can come in many different ways. So I know um, a lot of Tauruses, some Tauruses, they love to sing. Um, some Tauruses, they love to cook and they love to create new recipes. Um, that's that's one thing I love to do. I love to meal prep and and cook new. I always love a challenge and, and to cook something new. Um, and and for your daughter, you know, she's very into like the physical art. So like touching the paper, touching the paint brushes. Um, actually painting, drawing, you know, like connecting, you know, like that's that's definitely just to highlight your point. That's definitely a, a strong quality um, that ter that Tauruses and a lot of Earth signs have. Yeah. And the last thing I want to say about that, and I'm going to tie it to the air. My sense of her is and let me know if this is true for you, like she feels a lot of things in her flesh like the emotions and the things in her flesh and she doesn't always have the impulse that I have to communicate that to put it into air with me I'm like oh my god let me put this into writing let me talk about this let me you know create an online course with this let me create an, uh, another recorded meditation with this whereas she is like she feels, I think we feel similar things, but her feelings are like they go through her body and then they come out with the paint on the paper mm -hmm. into a physical thing, if that makes sense to you. Oh, yeah, it, it definitely does. And I, and I think that really shows you like the differences between air signs and earth signs. Earth signs are very physical. Um, with how they like how like they like display their emotions or like how like they like display what's what's ever what's ever inside. So for you, like for your daughter, you know, she is her physical paintings and what she's doing. That's like her displaying like what is going on within herself, you know, um, because Tauruses, I will say I love them to death. I I, I've, I know this because I'm a Taurus and I've when it comes to communication, that's been the one consistent thing that I've always had to work on because um, I'm uh, especially with earth signs they are very action oriented because um, 
like how they display their their love is through actions. Now I know everybody can be different because I know like different aspects of your chart can be different. But generally speaking, for me having a lot of earth in my chart, I'm very action oriented. So it's always been through my actions. Not nothing less like like when it comes to like communication, like that's definitely been I've definitely had a lot of blocks when it comes to that. So I definitely can relate to how you were describing um like your daughter putting stuff like on like a physical like aspect like on a physical piece of paper so i don't I, I, yeah. yeah so yeah and for me um i love how you touched upon some of the challenges for me the challenge is as an aquarius i am constantly interested in everything and anything that's out there and weird is like music to my ears. I love new technology. I love new healing methodologies. And I have to be like, okay, like, let me, I know all these shiny things are out there, but let me just focus on one shiny thing at a time. So that's one of my challenges. And then the other thing is there are so many ideas out there, so many things that come to me in dream time. I read something, I get inspired. I see something, I get inspired, like so many ideas. And then I have to be like, please get in line. <laughs> like I only <laughs> have so much physical energy to bring things into life. Um, so because of that, I feel like the reason I was drawn to ceramics was because I work so much with that, like invisible realm in the energy work that I do. And the um, even the creative that I work that I do is mainly all digital. And I do my own graphic design, my own website and my writing all digitally. And then it's like, let me have like touching the uh, the ceramic and, and being pre present with that has been really, really wonderful for me to balance all that air and a little bit of fire that's going on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And just to add like to your, to your chart. Um, so like with, with this website, it's called the horoscope.co and, uh, it's, it's a great website for people that want to learn a little bit more about like just their sun and moon. So what I always do is when I have guests come on, I always, I figure out their chart one. And then I have like, I, I Google this website, the horoscope.co and then I put your sun and moon in and um, they give a little reading based off of that. So as I give your reading, Damla, and I, and, I, and I honestly think like our last conversation, I kind of highlighted a lot. Um, just let me know how you feel. Um, so like you said, um, Damla, you are an Aquarius sun with a Libra moon. And it says a visionary personality. Constant and positive, the Aquarius sun Libra moon personality seems to be very acceptant of how diverse people are but is still underpinned by some controlling tendencies. Positives for your sun and moon combination. Very imaginative, witty, and kind. Negatives can be a little bit gullible at times and a little bit self-conscious. Perfect partner, someone who accepts that they are quite detached at times. Per, uh, word of advice for your sun and moon combination. They need to care more about themselves and less about others. So as I give you your positives, negatives, perfect partner and advice, what are some thoughts that come to mind? Oh, I mean, all of the above control tendencies. Yes. <laughs> Do I need to say more? Um, and my Virgo is on my uh, Mithaven too. So there is a little bit of, of attention to 
too many details at times that I I um, struggle with. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of that, like like having a Libra moon. I know Libra is like the balance scale, um, and like with Libras, they're really good mediators. Um, Because they like to see both sides of the story, you know, like let's say two people are in an argument, you're in the middle trying to understand both perspectives and you're like, all right, guys, let's come to the middle and let's let's form a compromise because Libras are very because they're ruled by they're they're ruled by Venus. So, again, it's like the planet of love, like they want to have that balance, you know, and, and, and be there for others and be like be there for everybody. And with that you know, like comes, like you said, like limitations, like I know, like there's so many like new practices to help people and there's so many, but you can only do so much, you know? So, um, that, that, as you were describing, like, like your journey and as you were like, you're just so into like knowing like more information and stuff at times, you know, like there's only so much you can do as a person, you know, as an individual. So I just wanted to highlight that as well. And I definitely think the Libra moon, there's a lot of positives, but then there's also some negatives for every sign. Um, and one of the last things I wanted to highlight um, with your chart, um, Damla, is uh, the North Node. Um, I love this part of the chart. I learned this probably about like a couple months ago, and I definitely think it's a really cool aspect to everyone's chart. So your North Node and South Node. So the South Node is mistakes that your past lives have made. And your North Node is what you're supposed to learn in this lifetime that your past lifetimes did not learn. And I know for me and you, both our charts, we have the same North Node. So it's in Virgo. So South Node is in Pisces. So with that, like in past lives, um, Pisces are very kind, gentle energies. Um, They're very creative. Um, But with that, though, people tend to take advantage of Pisces energy. so there's been moments in your life where you might have been taken advantage of or people have taken advantage of you. And what you're supposed to learn in this lifetime is through those experiences that you've experienced, you're supposed to learn um, how to be like you're supposed to learn from them and teach that among others. Virgos are very good teachers. Um, they always have been. I know a lot of my teachers are Virgos. Um, you're supposed to teach like life lessons. Like I know you're really into like healing and, and all that stuff, crystal healing and everything. So you're meant to be a teacher and you're, and you're meant to like help people understand themselves throughout this lifetime. So as I was describing the North node, I was like, yeah, this is something that's really, it's one of the highlight as we talked about like your work and your passions and stuff. Like you learned a lot from your own personal experience and you use that to learn and, and instill that on others. So I, I think it's, so how do you feel about your, your North node? Yeah. I mean, my astrology teacher would say the South nose is node is what you're born with. And then the North node is what you make of it in this lifetime. <laughs> and the, the way that I like to look at it is uh, the Pisces comes naturally to me, seeing the natural connection within everything, seeing everything is vibration, seeing this beautiful quantum world, uh, the oneness that uh, are all connectedness and the immense possibility and potential in our bodies and around us. And then the Virgo to me is, okay, I get these, I get this vast, um, quantum possibility, uh, realm thing. How do I put it into, uh, 
a structured format that people can digest and understand and add to their lives? How can I give it to them like step by step? And how can I organize it in a way that it's easy to understand and to uh, implement in their lives and make a difference in their lives? Yeah, definitely. And, and, and you can see the two energies, how they are like clashing together. And that way you're able to, like you said, like in this lifetime, you're learning and, and how you're putting stuff in pen and paper that because Virgo energy, it's very like that because Virgo is ruled by Mercury and Mercury is the planet of communication. So like Virgos out of the three earth signs, Virgos are probably the best at communicating um, because they are ruled by Mercury. So it's crazy how you can use both energies. You know, you feel the energies and vibrations, a lot of that Pisces energy. And then the Virgo is, all right, how am I going to put all this and instill this on pen and paper? So that way I can teach others, you know, and, and get what I need to get and what I learned from this energy, you know. So um, I, I just wanted to highlight that because it was very uh very interesting. Um, but Damla, I will say I've really enjoyed our conversation through astrology. I really like your questions. Um, and I know if you ever if you ever have any more questions, because I am a tourist at the end of the day, um, you can always send that you can always send them my way. Um, but where can everybody check out your work? I know you mentioned a couple websites um, earlier, but now I'll give the floor to you. And, um, and again, all the links will be put in the show description. But so where can everybody find you and check out your work? Yeah, I mean, my website is a dropofom.com, A-D-R-O-P-O-F-O-M.com. And the drop of om symbolizes you, your little mini droplet of vibration, your omness. And we swim in a sea of omness, that quantum realm. And in my website, you can find a link that says free resources. I have an um, emotional freedom technique, free tapping there, which is really, really effective. It lets you move through your bodily sensations and emotions and start your day right. It's called allow your life to flow. I already mentioned the free quiz that lets you figure out your energetic wounds. And then I have um, a bunch of other stuff there. I have some free resources for crystal healing. I have um, journals that I uh, published for self-healing that you can follow by yourself. I have a crystal healing journal. There's a gratitude journal there. Um, and you can find me also as a drop at a drop of om on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on YouTube. It's all the same. A drop of om. Um, I think I just want to say, you, you know, if you find yourself getting curious about crystals, getting curious about inner child healing, any of the things that we talked about or astrology, just give yourself the grace of um, moving towards that. Even if it's uh, reading an article here and there, or maybe signing up for a workshop or taking the, the quizzes on my website and then see where that takes you next. Um, follow, follow your hunch to leading you towards what will feel better and better and better. Um, and then I just want to thank you, Joshua, for geeking out on astrology with me. This was quite fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. And thank you again, uh, Dom Love, for being so kind and so open to sharing your story and wanting to come on the podcast. And like I said, all the links that Damla just said and all of her work will be in the show description. You can check her out. If you guys have any questions with crystals, I definitely would go to her. She definitely knows her stuff. Um, but Damla, I will say thank you for a wonderful time and please stay safe. Thank you.